This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He's an ophthalmologist. You would think uh, that he would uh, be, uh, you know, have more respect, at least for, for medical science. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Just sit down, man. Your silly laugh. Your silly, girly laugh. Oh, hi. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. It is hump day, so everybody uh, have a nice day. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. He was commenting on uh, uh, Rand v. Fauci, uh, you know, the second bout there. Uh, at the Senate hearing yesterday, and I, you know, we we were watching it. I was watching it before I got off the air because uh, it started started very fairly early, and Fox was carrying it. And those dudes hate each other's stinking guts, man. <laughs> they really hate each other's guts, don't they? You know, that's like uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy and Jimmy Hoffa, man. They hate each other's stinking guts. And Rand Paul made some fair points and actually revealed some disturbing information, which uh, I want to go through here, and then uh, you can tell me what you're thinking. We, we we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but, you know, just a, a little more info on, on what Rand Paul was imparting to uh, and asking uh, Dr. Fauci about, which was uh, this business of manipulating... Uh, a naturally occurring virus like the COVID, like the coronavirus, in a lab that uh, is uh, receiving funding from American taxpayers in sort of a roundabout way. Fauci uh, said uh, they, this Wuhan lab and uh, the the Americans who were affiliated with it were not paid directly by the American taxpayer, but they were paid indirectly by the American taxpayer. And that, as Trey pointed out on Where and Rima, you, you know, you take a, a gr- some grant money and you give it to some researchers and say, uh, well, you know, use this to figure out uh, something about, you know, rabbits or whatever the hell. Uh, but then the, the money uh, eventually does go to uh, look into things like a bad virus in China. And uh, this this uh, business of manipulating the the virus itself uh, so that uh, it can it can it, it infect humans as opposed to being able to only affect certain kinds of animals, and you can manipulate a virus to do that. Uh, I just went blank on, on what the term is uh, that that was being thrown around yesterday, but you can uh, manipulate that virus so it can spread to humans in a very bad way, and as Rand Paul pointed out yesterday, you can do that, and to anybody else's eyes, any observer's eyes who may be putting it through a certain kind of basic analysis, they wouldn't know that you did. You can hide it. You can hide the manipulation. So, you know, uh, Fauci was doing his usual Fauci dance. I did I did notice, and I mentioned this to Trey, that, uh, 
you know, he, he's one of those guys, he looks directly into the camera. He knows where the camera is. If you were watching the testimony yesterday, when he wasn't glaring at Rand Paul, he was looking directly into the camera, answering the questions while looking into the camera. I'm telling you, the guy's a fame hog. He's been compromised politically. I don't believe a freaking thing he says. And as far as the CDC and whether you, you should wear masks when you're out of doors, there's no one around you, I guess now they're saying, well, yeah, I guess you could do that. You know, who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes, uh, to quote Groucho Marx? You know, you really got to use your own brain on this pandemic thingy at this point and make up your own mind about how you're going to live from this point forward because you can't go on Fauci's information. You can't go by even what you're hearing from the CDC because they've been inconsistent as well. Don't even bother with the World Health Organization. They're a bunch of communists. So, you know, what are you doing? Are you are you are you ready to be done with this? Is this over for you? Uh, I you know, I'm it is for me. I mean, uh, I know we're starting to move slowly into our uh, our, our normal lives, if that makes any damn sense. The only one left to get vaccinated really is my mom, and I'm, I'm trying to work out so that they can come to where she's living and do it there, which is a possibility. But the rest of us have all gotten the, gotten the shot. And, uh, baby, I need to, I want to stop getting out of this bedroom and living my damn life again. But I, I, again, I haven't really noticed, at least in my neighborhood, a lot of changes. Gain of function. That's right. Chris just uh, sent me the note. We're talking, the gain of function process is is where you manipulate the virus to leap from uh, from animals to humans, and also you can hide it so that nobody knows you actually did that. Gain of function. In other words, it gains a function. That function being, it can now uh, infect you or me. Um, are, are you going back to your lives? I mean, I I haven't noticed much of a difference. Uh, in, in my neighborhood because I'm still kind of going to the same stupid places that I always do. <laughs> and, and they all require masks, you know. Uh, so I, I haven't, you know, I, I, and I still see people. I saw some kids or a kid walking down the street yesterday all by himself with a mask on. You know, at this point, you're really going to make up your own damn minds. I mean, that's how, I, I think it's been true all the way through, honestly. Uh, it's, you know, even though there's been mandates that have affected our lives, you know, you still got to decide whether or not you're going to abide by that stuff. So where are you now? Are you uh, still living in Pandemicville? Because apparently a lot of liberals like it. And I, I, I've seen this on Facebook in, in my news feed with, you know, folks that I know or, you know, who are on my friend list who are liberal pukes. is that, you know, they genuinely kind of like this sort of life. It's mystifying to me, but they do, and they don't want it to end. And apparently neither neither does Fauci, neither does the administration. Uh, And I suspect, and this is my thought, you can call me up and tell me I'm full of crap if you want, 210-599-5555. But I believe they want to keep the pandemic rocking and rolling uh, into the midterms so that they can cheat the midterms just like they cheated the presidential election, in my opinion. Because they could lose it all with the midterms, man. They could lose their edge that they have right now, which is why they're also moving pretty quickly on some other things, and not at all on some other things like the border crisis, which is advantageous to them politically. I am a little dismayed by 
not, not surprised, but disturbed. You know, we essentially have war breaking out in the Middle East between Israel and uh, and the Palestinians and Hamas. Uh, you know, seriously, I mean, uh, BB's out there talking about it. You know, this is, uh, we're at the precipice here. And MSNBC, last night, so far, actually, uh, MSNBC, CNN, NBC, I believe also ABC, they have barely said anything about what's going on with Israel and Hamas at all. Last night, Andy Cooper didn't talk about it at all. MSNBC didn't talk about it at all. Uh, Fredo Cuomo didn't talk about it at all. Uh, Don Lemon, who is a jackass, he uh, brought it up uh, in the second hour of his show, and I, I was more surprised that they actually let him stay on the air for more than two hours. That's amazing. That's about 90 minutes longer than he should be on the air. Uh, so they're acting like it's not going on. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, it's war breaking out in the Middle East. Well, of course not. They don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about Liz Cheney and how the Republican Party is in turmoil. The, the, the GOP is imploding with the ouster of Liz Cheney from her leadership position. It's like, ooh, nobody gives a crap about Liz Cheney, man. I don't lie awake at night thinking about Liz Cheney at all. But that's the narrative they got to stick with. Plus, they don't want y'all paying too much attention to that little war breaking out uh, between Israel and, uh, and the Palestinians because, uh, well, it kind of looks bad on the Biden administration given that during the Trump years, one term in office, four years, brought us to the brink of peace in the Middle East. If you remember. Uh, moving uh, the consulate uh, into Jerusalem, uh, uh, bombing the crap out of the bad guys uh, uh, on the, on, uh, of Hamas, taking a hard line, uh, revoking the Iranian deal where we just basically sent them pallets of cash they could divvy out to anybody they wanted to, ISIS, Hamas, whomever. Peace in the Middle East was at hand. And this administration, in just a handful of months, has swept it all away. Well done. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. We're back on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I know things seem fairly grim right now. We've got war breaking out in the Middle East. We have a porous border, and thousands and millions of people are rolling across the border. Kids are being left out in the middle of the desert. We had a hack job on a main pipeline uh, uh, supplying gasoline and fuel for jet airplanes uh, from Texas all the way to New York. The economy sucks, you know, it's tanking. Our president's an idiot. You know, uh, it looks pretty grim, but uh, there is a ray of sunlight. Don and Chris, there, there is a ray of sunlight. Something that I think we all should be able to feel pretty good about. And that's Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez appear to be getting back together. And if that doesn't bring a smile to your face, I don't know what will. They were seen uh, staying at the same uh, uh, resort in Montana. 
they have been seen uh, rolling around in the, in the same vehicular uh, together. So uh, you know, that's isn't that wonder? Isn't that wonderful that despite how awful things are on planet Earth right now, some of whom some people believe we're at the end times. This is the apocalypse. But uh, you know, still Jen and Ben have found some time to reconcile, perhaps. Ben, stay away from the wet bar. And uh, apparently uh, they're back together again. And you know, we can only hope that uh, that uh, that uh, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt will will mend their 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 relationship and get back together again. Then all would be right in the universe, wouldn't it? If if Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got back together again, and then Jennifer Aniston, my wife just gave me a dirty ass look. You wouldn't want to see Brad and Jen back together, baby. That wouldn't help you sleep at night. After she, you know, he, he his life was ruined by that psychopath Angelina Jolie. I'm just saying, we wish them all the luck in the world, man. And <laughs> you know, and I don't mean to be critical, but I haven't really heard much about this story out of the uh, KTSA newsroom uh, thus far today. So I'm just wondering, you know, is there a blank, a, some kind of block on the J Lo? Ben Affleck's story is uh, there's some political reason why you guys are are burying this story. I'm just curious. And how does P Diddy feel? How does P Diddy feel about it? Oh, sorry. What is it? Sean Love. What is Sean is, Love. Is there any love? Is there any love? Does Sean? Is there any Sean Love between Ben and J Lo? You know, she was great as Selena. Uh, you know, but I I really liked her in Anaconda. I I really liked her in Anaconda. I think Anaconda was probably my favorite. Uh, Jennifer Lopez movie because she has to crawl up all those ladders and those tight khaki pants, you know, and that was uh, something to behold. So you know, good on you, Ben. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? My, my wife is right over there watching me do the show while I'm talking this nasty crap. Uh, God bless you, baby. I love you. Uh, that was a nice hand gesture I just got from my wife. She's actually she's not feeling very well. She had the the second shot yesterday. And uh, she's having some of the same effects I think Don Morgan had described to me. Uh, whereas, thanks to my strong Viking blood, I, I had no uh, ill effects whatsoever other than my general crappiness that I feel every day. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, if you have any thoughts at all on uh, on uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Just, guys, don't make any movies. Just whatever you do, don't make any movies. Okay, Just Don't do any movies together, because you know how that went the last time. Can you say it with me? Zeely, don't do any movies. Just have date night, okay? And again, Ben, stay away from the wet bar. I guess they did ask, uh, did they ask, did, is it true they asked Matt Damon? Matt Damon. That, uh, you know, what he thought about that? And he said something, if there's not enough alcohol in the world for me to answer that question. With everything else that's going on. <laughs> it's big, big news, man. So if you have any thoughts, uh, 210-599-5555, Also, you know, I want to talk about this at some point, that um, we had a bunch of uh, retired flag officers, retired generals and colonels and such uh, from uh, uh, all wings of the military, who got together and they wrote a letter and sent it, I believe, to the president, to the administration, and perhaps to Congress. I'd have to look it up. And you should read it. It's online. Fox and Breitbart both uh, featured a story on this. And it's a long letter. And these are military professionals. Uh, 
And they went down the laundry list. They they talked about Israel. They talked about the border. They talked about uh, uh, the the weakening of the military by obsessing on wokefulness and transgendered people, and uh, and and political correctness and how that's a weakness uh, uh, as viewed by our our enemies. And so, if you if you want to check it out, it's a laundry list of everything. That pretty much is going awry right now in America and and around the world. Uh, unfortunately, it's probably going to fall on deaf ears, but at least uh, they they put it out there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. If uh, if you have any thoughts you want to share with us. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Nah, I'm Sean. Uh, yesterday we were going off on Joaquin Castro because he's a, well, he's a jackass. I think it's the sec- second time I've used that word this <laughs> this show already. Don Lemon, Joaquin Castro, both JAs, and uh, you know, screaming and yelling about uh, about uh, election laws and uh, photo IDs and racism and stuff like that while they're finding kids uh, under the age of six uh, alone. You know, in the valley with no adults, no water, no food. Something I think, I, I would think Joaquin Castro would be very upset about, but doesn't say anything about it. Uh, because, uh, this, uh, this For the People Act, you know, is kind of, uh, coming to a, uh, getting to an interesting place in the Senate. Uh, Chucky Schumer, who is a scumbag, called it necessary to combat restrictive voting laws, and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell called it a power grab. Uh, those pretty much are the <laughs> the two standard sides, or uh, nutshell opinions, of this piece of crap bill. Uh, it does not prevent restrictive voting. It promotes restrictive voting. Now, the, the problem, I mean, we, we talked about it before. You know, it, it would roll into states... And basically wipe away uh, whatever photo ID or ID laws you have in that state. It would require national mail-in ballots for every election, uh, which is how they cheated the presidential election, in my opinion, one of the many ways they did. It would allow people to fill out, you know, just fill out a registration card at the polling site. So essentially you could vote, uh, in one state, cross the border, and just very easily go vote in another state. It's, it's a, it's, it's a power grab. It is. Mitch McConnell's right. This, what they want to do with this bill, and if you're a moron, you're not paying attention to this, and you, you, you know, you, you think it's all racism and whatever, and you think I'm a white supremacist, but so what? You're a moron. Uh, basically what they want to do is they want to legalize the cheat. That's how I, that's how I, when I distill this big, fat, stupid piece of legislation down into my brain, my simple cave dweller's brain, it's, well, you guys just want to legalize the cheat you use to get, uh, get Biden into the, into the Oval Office. Because pretty much it addresses every way in which I believe they cheated during the presidential cycle. Mail-in ballots, ballot harvesting. You know. Uh, so it, it, what I can't stand, uh, about it, which makes me want to vomit is this, this, the name of it for the people. It is against the people. If this bill, it's not likely that this bill is going to pass, but if it did, 
it would utterly destroy anything resembling a legitimate a legitimate election in the United States of America. It would legalize cheating for the Democrats is essentially what it would do. Uh, and that's what Joaquin Castro is more concerned about rather than little kids being dropped off in the desert and in the, in the valley with no adults, nothing, just dropped over a wall. That doesn't bother him. But, you know, a person of color having to show a form of ID to vote, that's bothering Joaquin. That's bothering a lot of Democrats. Well, it's because they're all in on it. It's a cheat. They know they can lose their advantage, whatever advantage they have right now, come the midterms. Uh, that's why the pandemic is still rocking and rolling. That's why Fauci is out there saying they're going to wear masks forever. Uh, that's why they're going state to state and screaming and yelling about photo ID laws and why we need this For the People Act. It's because they want to cheat. <laughs> they want to, you know, they, got, they know they got to cheat to win once again. And the midterms could screw the whole thing up for them as far as their evil plot to destroy this country, which they do have an evil plot to destroy this country. They're about it, man. These uh, flag officers, retired flag officers, said as much. They're taking us on a path towards socialism and Marxism. And if we don't turn it around, we're screwed, is essentially what they said. And they're right. The biggest problem right now is just all the morons, man, just the army of morons that support Joe Biden, support this administration, support anything any Democrat says they want to do without thought, without analysis, without personal research. You know, to a moron, if they're a, if they're, if, if the right person says it to a moron, they'll believe it. And by that I mean if a Democrat says photo ID laws are racist, your average liberal moron will go, okay, they are. They must be racist. They won't think about it. Oh, I'm sorry. We have some breaking news. Uh, this is really disturbing and it's going to bother you. But apparently Ellen DeGeneres is ending her show after 19 years. Just when he thought it couldn't get worse. <laughs> the hell are we going to do without Ellen, man? What are we going to do without Ellen? <laughs> Oh God! I, I think I tried to watch uh, one of the, uh, an episode of that show once, and I, you know I, I got severe abdominal cramping, and I had to turn it off. What the Helen? What the Helen, man? What the Helen? So are all you Ellen fans? I don't know what you're going to do for that hour every day. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give me a call. Let me know what you're thinking. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Yeah, you know, if you want to uh, check out the uh, the video from yesterday, uh, Cupcake Tuesday, it's, available, it's very disturbing. It's available on KTSA.com. Every Tuesday I review a new cupcake from Gigi's. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but I know Chris saw it. Um, you, you watched it, didn't you, Chris? Did you have nightmares? Did it dis- disturb you in any way, shape, or form? Was it? It disturbed my wife. Um, if you watch the video, I, I, I can't play Barry White music on, on the video, obviously, because of copyright stuff. But I tried to set up the video 
So if you start playing a Barry White song, at the moment in the video where I tell you to start playing a Barry White song, I don't care what Barry White song you're playing, it's going to match up with, with me and the cupcake. You'll see. It's fascinating. It's just like the Wizard of Oz and uh, Pink Floyd, okay? That's the effect I was going for. Because it's a midnight magic cupcake, baby. So. And I love chocolate. Don't you? It it does. It matches up, Chris. You laugh. I designed it that way. I'm here, baby. I'm ready. Oh, God. So check it out. Try that on your own. Also, thanks for all the love for the, uh, I posted a couple of poems for my daughter. Uh, yesterday was her 20th birthday, and uh, a lot of folks were giving, giving, giving me some cool comments on those poems. Uh, you can check out all that stuff at uh, KTSA.com, the Sean Rima page. The Sean Rima page. Uh, beyond that, uh, taking your calls, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Now, what is this? I, I'm, I'm seeing this for the very first time here. Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, and the Go-Go's make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Really? Is this from the, I, I, we posted this from the, from the KTSA newsroom. From the, out of the, uh, from the Associated Press. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will induct Jay-Z. Why? Jay-Z, the Foo Fighters, and the Go-Go's. And this is the, and also, uh, Tina Turner, Carol King, and Todd Rundgren, um, at the Cleveland based museum, uh, on October 30th. I, you know, we can argue about the Foo Fighters. I'm not a fan of the, I, you guys, if you've listened to me before, you know, I'm not a big fan of the Foo Fighters. Everything sounds like Everlong. It just does. Okay. Every single stinking song sounds like Everlong. Uh, he's still, he's always going to be the drummer to, uh, for, for Nirvana, as far as I'm concerned. Dave Grohl, you may love him, you may think he's great, but for me, he's the drummer from Nirvana. The guy with no chin. But Jay-Z? Jay-Z? What? Is that, does, Chris, does Jay-Z do rock and roll? Is that what he does? Because I couldn't even tell you a single Jay-Z song. Is that rock and roll? So I don't know who they're paying off uh, this year, but uh, that's I just saw that, and I was going to talk about something completely different, and then I saw that uh, the Foo Fighters were going in. and Well, I can't stand the Foo Fighters, so I had to throw something out there. Well, Jay-Z has 99 problems, but rock and roll is not one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a call. Let's go to Michael on line two. Michael, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What's going on with you? Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to uh, make a couple of comments on that um, the pipeline. Oh yeah, I'm at the point now over these last four years. I don't believe anything the Democratic or our government tells us. I I don't. Believe, sometimes I think maybe it was done on purpose just to bring the gas prices up so they can argue about the Green Deal, about electric cars. And, you think, in other words, you think uh, the government was somehow working with Dark Side to, to hack this pipeline? I don't even know if it was, even Dark Side did it. That's what they're telling us. I don't know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm at the point now where it's hard for me to believe sure. anything they tell us. Well, I can understand and, uh, that. I mean, do, do you, are there any news sources that you follow, or how do you get stay informed, or do you just not worry about it? I don't watch news at all. I listen to y'all show, and I try, to, <laughs> I, try to find, I try to find out as much stuff as I can by looking things up. But 
It just seems like these past few years, they blame everything on Russia, 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 and everything has always been false. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, you know, maybe it did, maybe it was them, but I'm just having a hard time saying. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to talk. Let's talk about that when we get back at 10:05 uh, because I wanted to bring that up again because it is very okay. disturbing what's going on. And I think Willie Nelson uh, will be putting out a rap album. What's it's that? Really, I'm talking about Jay Z. Willie Nelson Jay-Z. will be in a, a rap Hall of Fame next. No, he's he's in the he'll be in the Country Music Hall of Fame next. Uh, thanks yeah. for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, well, it's a little weird, you know. Uh, uh, we uh, have uh, sections of the pipeline which are being uh, manually uh, manually switched on, but they're having uh, some trouble with it. Uh, if you're on the East Coast, you're you're seeing some pretty bad gas prices as a result. Don Morgan played the audio from a guy uh, in my home state of Maryland, uh, and. Uh, you know, even here it's gone up a couple of bucks or a buck and a half or something like that. But, you know, it's pretty insidious and it's pretty disturbing. Now, as far as it being an inside job, uh, you know, what do you think? I mean, you think that's possible? Do you think that uh, that um, uh, somehow our own government uh, was working with this hacker group? Because they, they do ransomware, right, where they, they infect your computer stuff with a with a with a virus, and then they uh, say, pay us this amount of money, or we'll release this virus on your computer system, or what have you, or release the information to the public. Uh, could our own government be involved to, uh, you know, have a, a an impact on gas prices because they want to tank the economy and destroy the middle class? Well, you know, I don't know. Had you asked me that in, in uh, at a different time, maybe I'd have uh, disagreed outright. But I don't know. I, in this day and age, I you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's I suppose it's possible. It is really damn disturbing, though, that uh, it can be shut off like that from some outside source. This is a major, major supply line for not only uh, fuel for for our cars. And trucks, but also for jet airliners. It also carries jet fuel. So, uh, uh some flights are being canceled, uh, that, uh, require a certain amount of, uh, jet fuel right now while this stuff is going on until they get this thing up and running again. But it's disturbing. You know, we talk about this on Wear and Rima all the time from, uh, seven to nine, Monday through Friday, that the, the new concept of war, I mean, we're seeing war right now between Israel and, and Palestine, but, Probably the more effective uh, attack on America right now would be some kind of data breach or be some kind of hacking uh, into uh, into our banking systems or uh, computer systems, what have you. We talked yesterday, if you just shut down New York, just turn the power grid off in a place like New York City, uh, the ripple effects would affect everybody, really, down the line. Uh, in other words, uh, the next war will be fought with nerds uh, and laptops, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, not artillery and, and rockets and bombs. Uh, so it is scary stuff because as we saw in February, man, it don't take much to screw up your life and to <laughs> start leaving uh, shelves and grocery stores empty and, uh, and uh, really uh, messing up our lives. So we'll talk a little bit more about that, percolate on that for a few minutes while we listen to the news. Do you think the uh, pipeline hack could have been uh, an inside job in some regard? Is that Has that thought crossed your brain screen? Let me know. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
party uh, is in a place that we've got to bring it back from, and we've got to get back to a position where uh, we are a party that can fight for conservative principles, that can fight for substance. We cannot be dragged backward uh, by uh, the very dangerous lies of a former president. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Uh, sit down, Liz. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Oh, the Republican Party is imploding. It's in turmoil. Nobody cares about Liz Cheney. I'm sorry. They just don't. I don't. Um, let me ask you a question. Should Dr. Fauci be fired? Should Dr. Fauci... That little booger, should he be fired? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, our own Chip Roy and uh, some other uh, Republican lawmakers in the House uh, have introduced a, a new act. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Fired Act. This is breaking news. We're just kind of finding out about this. Uh, about an hour ago, this story came out on, on Fox News. It's called the FIRED Act, which stands for Fauci's Incompetence Requires Early Dismissal. It's going to be introduced today by Chip Roy, Warren Davidson, who wrote it, Andy Biggs, uh, and Ralph Norman out of South Carolina. Uh, Representative Davidson says, few in his introduction, uh, his statement, uh, he sent a statement to Fox News, few people have earned their termination more visibly. His excessively long tenure is emblematic of Eisenhower's farewell address, caution against scientific technical elites steering the country for their own ends at odds with truth and the national interest. It would essentially impose a retro, retroactive uh, 12-year term limit on the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is what Fauci does. He's been the top guy uh, at that department since 1984. And so if this thing could uh, get passed, uh, you know, it's not likely. It's, 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 it, nothing, anything's going to happen with it, even, even if Democrats uh, supported it, uh, it. It's not likely Biden would, would sign it. Or would probably veto it, uh, but it, it's an interesting concept. Look, we we watched uh, Rand Paul and uh, and Fauci go at it yesterday, and you know, Fauci, uh, to me, I, I think there are two forces at work within his his little wee head, and I, I think one of them is political. Uh, you know, I, Trey says, uh, you know, we talk about on where and Rymo that there's a financial. Uh, uh, stake in this for Fauci, but I, I, he, I, I suspect he's rich, pretty rich. He's got plenty of money. He's the highest paid bureaucrat, uh, if you will, in the United States government. So he, he's, I don't think he's hurting for cash. I, I think it's political and ego with him because he wants this thing to continue. He wants this thing, this pandemic y thing to continue. And I think uh, he's in the tank, obviously, for the Democrats. I, I think he was that when he was with Trump. Uh, and I think uh, he's digging the fame trip, man. I mean, you, did you know who Dr. Anthony Fauci was prior to the coronavirus outbreak? I mean, some people may have remembered him from the uh, days of uh, early days of HIV, 
but where he, he came about of uh, came came into some prominence and uh, the the work to find a test for that. Uh, but beyond that, no, no, people don't walk around prior to the pandemic with Dr. Fauci on their brain. Suddenly, he's an international star. They put his face on pillows. He merchandises his own face. Uh, he's on TV just about every damn day. And at most venues, he's not asked very hard questions. In fact, uh, having a sit before Rand Paul, probably the mo- most difficult uh, line of questioning he's ever faced from anybody, you know, especially in the press. And I think he digs it. I think he likes being the guy on TV who is uh, the face of uh, of the pandemic, if you will. And I think he doesn't want that fame trip to end. Fame is a drug. It really is. Celebrity is a drug, man. It gets into your blood, and you just want more. And I really think with him it's that cheap. I mean, I, I again, I think he's uh, in the tank for the Biden administration. And for all I know, uh, you know, he, he also wants the pandemic to be screwing up our lives uh, when we get around to the uh, to the midterms next year. But I honestly think a lot of it, too, is every bit as cheap as uh, as ego. And it's really just a, a ride he's been on that he don't want to end, man. He likes being famous. He likes being famous. And I can tell you how I know that. Uh, there was a, a, an indicator yesterday, and I mentioned this yesterday before we got off the air, when we were watching him uh, get grilled by Rand Paul. I know Andy Cooper says, well, he's just an ophthalmologist. Well, that's more doctor than you, Andy. <laughs> you know, he's got a, he's, he is a medical doctor of a kind. And uh, so if anybody's going to grill Fauci, I'd want Rand Paul to be the dude, and he's doing a fine job of it. Bringing up this gain-of-function stuff that we talked about last hour. (coughs) Excuse me. The mold is really kicking my ass this morning. So if I sound really congested and deep-voiced or whatever, my voice is deeper than normal, it's because of that. It's really messing up my head today. (coughs) Uh, Mold count is pretty high today. Anyway, um... Uh, he and Rand Paul were going back and forth yesterday uh, about this gain-of-function stuff where Rand Paul was trying to uh, get Fauci to admit that American taxpayer dollars had gone to support at least partially some research out of the Wuhan lab uh, using American researchers and funds, grant money, if you will, and uh, he was trying to get Fauci uh, to admit that that was true because what we're talking about now is this gain-of-function stuff where you are able to take a virus that uh, manifests only in animals and enhance it uh, so it could then infect human beings. And as Rand Paul pointed out yesterday, uh, you, you can do this process in such a way that any other researcher later on looking at that virus would not be able to tell. It would look like a naturally occurring mutation. To the extent that Rand Paul was talking about, I guess, the director of this small group of scientists connected with Wuhan uh, wrote in her own notes that uh, she was having trouble sleeping at night knowing this virus was in the lab. 
And uh, he, he was trying to get uh, Fauci to admit to all this being true, and Fauci did a little tap dance, basically. And but what Fauci did, and I mentioned this yesterday, yesterday that I that I thought was interesting, is that Fauci knew where the camera was, the camera that was on him, and when he would give his response to Rand Paul, instead of looking at Rand Paul, he would look directly into the camera. And uh, this serves two functions. First off, I guess it makes him feel that he's talking directly to the American people. And secondly, he doesn't have to look Rand Paul in the eye. And we were talking about this earlier in the morning. That uh, and This is something my dad taught me uh, when I was a kid, that if somebody can't look you in the eye, there's, there's something going on there. Somebody keeps blinking or looking away and they can't, they can't hold your gaze. There's usually some reason for that, and, and Fauci is that guy. So should he be fired? I mean, this piece of legislation is, uh, you know, frankly, more for the record. It's not really going to happen. But if you could fire Dr. Fauci, would you? My answer, uh, yes. <laughs> Do I need to think about it? No. I, the guy sucks. He sucks at his job. He's never been consistent. He has admitted to uh, withholding information from the American people at some at different points. He's never provided any kind of herd immunity metric or percentage that we should achieve. He keeps moving the goalposts, uh, the goalposts as far as uh, when uh, uh, we can start really sort of getting back to normal life. Uh, now, I, I, as I understand it, on Sunday he was saying mother, maybe by next Mother's Day. Oh, that's great. And then he also went off on, uh, on uh, you know, people need to start keep wearing these masks because, look, we've got no flu season because of the masks and the social distancing. So, again, he's been inconsistent since day one. Uh, he seems to now be stretching this thing out beyond all reason. And uh, if you could fire him, would you? Would you send them packing? I, 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 you know, I think it's time. Well, I, I think it's time for a for a change in leadership at that department. Anyway, he's been there since 1984, and certainly uh, right now it would appear that he uh, he spends much more time on his own celebrity uh, than he does actually, you know, doing anything about fighting viruses. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We also have more and more states uh, coming up with uh, bans on critical race theory in our schools we can get into that business uh, coming up if you'd like also uh popsicles i want to talk about popsicles when i get back 210-599-5555 and it has to do it popsicles and gofundme accounts i don't know that we've ever talked about gofundme accounts and how we feel about those uh so i got a story uh, uh that is uh on the surface of it kind of funny and kind of light and airy, but uh, there is a, some serious questions that you can ask about it as well, and it involves SpongeBob SquarePants. So that's coming up next. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Very quickly, let's talk to Esteban on line one. Esteban, how you doing? All right, I'd fire Fauci so fast. There's peer-reviewed studies regarding the effectiveness of masks, how long the virus survives outside, and all sorts of stuff. And a lot of the stuff when he's on TV, he's pulling stuff out of his butt. He and is pulling yes, stuff out of his butt. Right, he, he's on a fame fame trip. He's just a he, he's <laughs> one of those nerds that thinks he's smarter than everybody else, and he needs to 
find a find a place in the unemployment line. Boy, the, the, he and Rand Paul hate each other's guts. So can't you can't you get that vibration from him watching them on TV? They hate each other's guts, man. I saw him when he was playing with his mask, and I swear I could have heard a nurse and a doctor when he was playing with his mask when being asked hard questions by Rand Paul. That's an indicator that he's lying, and the way he was playing with the mask was precisely not how you're supposed to wear a mask. <laughs> Very cool. Esteban, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you. 210-599-5555. Should Fauci be fired? Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, yeah, I just realized the mold is really high today. The mold. It's made me all snotty, Chris. I'm all snotty and congested. It's mold. Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll talk about SpongeBob popsicles coming up to first. Some calls on uh, should Dr. Fauci be fired? Uh, there's a bit of legislation uh, uh, co-sponsored by our own Chip Roy to fire Dr. Fauci for incompetence. It, it's not going to happen, but uh, on the idea of it, what do you think? Here's Eric on line two. You're on News Talk 550 KTSA with Sean. What are you uh, good thinking? Good morning, Sean. Hey. Good morning. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. Yes, he should be fired. For uh, First, let me say this. Fauci is the highest paid federal employee in the U.S. government, uh, around five around $500,000 a year. Not only that, he has a vested interest in Moderna, uh, All which right, I believe right. is, which is a conflict of interest. Mm. But my comment is, other than for nefarious reasons, why are the U.S. taxpayers funding a communist country to modify viruses <laughs> that kill human beings. That, uh, that well, that's the question of the, of the moment, isn't it? That's the biggie. It is, and, and everyone seems to be ignoring it. And that's what I have Not Rand say. Paul. Rand Paul ain't letting it go. Oh, no. uh, let me tell you what. If uh, Fauci would answer his questions, uh, it would be very revealing on what's going on. Which is why he's not going to. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Fire his ass. All right. yeah, I appreciate the call, Eric. Yeah. You know, how would that make you feel? No, let's just say that what Rand Paul is implying uh, is is true, just for argument's sake. Let's say your money through tax dollars went to fund uh, a, a grant to the Wuhan lab, which included uh, researchers from our side, you know, American researchers, to manipulate a virus, a naturally occurring virus like the coronavirus, which has always been with us. You can look on your can of Lysol. There it is. To uh, to modify the coronavirus so that it can be uh, vil- uh, highly viral, highly viral. I just say that, Chris. Very viral. And uh, possibly uh, detriment, you know, uh, uh, devastating to a human being, with a process where you wouldn't even be able to tell that it had been manipulated. Would you? How? And then that virus got around the world uh, and upended our lives, all of our lives, one way or the other. I mean, how would you feel about that if you knew your tax dollars went to fund the very research that led to this pandemic? I mean, uh, who? 
I tell you what, man, if that came to light and it was true, there'd be some angry-ass people in this country, and I'd be one of them. And I don't own a business uh, that may have gone out of business. I don't have a loved one that I've lost. 210-599-5555. Here's Bill on line three. Bill, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great this morning, Sean. How you doing? I'm a little congested with the mold. That's why my voice <laughs> oh. is nine octaves lower than normal. Well, Ugh. we live in the... We live in the allergy capital of the world. So yes, we do. <laughs> so what are you but thinking, I mean, man? I got a great idea, and I was somebody pass a law that that uh, had these people, when they came to testify before Congress, we'd just also hook them up to a lie detector machine and just ask them some questions then. That would be interesting. I'd like to see how Dr. Fauci would pass such a test. You, gotta, you can only ask yes or no questions, you know. You can only ask yes or no questions, and uh, but it would be interesting to see how he'd handle that and what the results would be because I, I think he's full of crap. Yeah, I think they are too. And I think, hell, I'm like the rest of these people. He needs to be fired because he is totally incompetent. I agree. It's I, I doubt it's going to happen, but I agree, man. I appreciate the call, and that's that's why again, that's why the midterms are so important coming up next year. The last chance we got. I mean, I'm, honestly, uh, because all the stuff that we're talking about, you know, like the the uh, these uh, uh, flag officers, retired flag officers that wrote this this letter, pretty much dictating all of the problems that we have going on right now as a result of uh, the left wanting to essentially transform this country into a socialist or communist state, he- heading us towards Marxism and socialism. Uh, because uh, you, the, no problem is going to be solved. I'm watching uh, Fox News with all the footage from last night out of Gaza City, uh, and also in uh, in uh, in Israel and the the bombings and the uh, madness that's going on. I mean, this is almost a full scale war. Almost. I mean, it's it's close. It's real damn close. And the border, you know, where we're finding groups of children as young as six years of age being abandoned with no food or no water. I mean, we got some serious stuff going on, and not a damn thing's going to be done about it as long as this rabble runs the show. Because, in a sense, they want this. It's not even, uh, in my opinion, a measure or a matter of incompetence, although I think most of them are highly incompetent people. They want this stuff. They want the middle class to go away. They want the economy to crash. They want to change voting dynamics in, in a state like Texas by just importing people from south of the border. I mean, uh, uh, they want the pandemic to continue. They, they want, in a sense, they want all of this bad crap that is happening. Your own government. Yeah, that's disturbing as hell. It really is when you think about it. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, two one zero, and it's raining mice in Australia. I don't know if you saw that. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, New Stock Five Fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. It's Sean. It's ten forty. Ten forty on a Wednesday. Ten what? Um, Ten forty. Farty. Oh, four it's ten farty. forty. Ten farty, that's what I said. On a whole day. It's whole day. Thought you had your universe farting story again. No. That was a one off, that's it. 
Um, yeah, look, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. And i got to bring up something that uh, I just found out. It's very disturbing to me. Um, you know, it, just when you think, think things can't get worse, Chick-fil-A sauce is, uh, they're, they're, they're low on their Chick-fil-A supplies. Chick-fil-A is now rationing Chick-fil-A sauce. You know, if you get a, if you get a chicken sandwich, okay, you can have one little pack of Chick-fil-A sauce. If you get a meal, you can get two packs of Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh, and if you get something else, you can get three, but three's the limit, man. And, you know, I, we eat Chick-fil-A here at my house. Baby, what would, my wife's right over there. What would you say about four, five, six, seven times a week? We get a lot of Chick-fil-A in my house. We like Chick-fil-A because we're decent Americans and we love Jesus. Okay, and so we get Chick-fil-A whenever we have no idea what to eat otherwise. And I love Chick-fil-A. Uh, I do because uh, well, I love Jesus. And also, I, I'm i not a big French fry guy, but, man, the waffle fries with the Chick-fil-A sauce, well, that's all you need. That's just a little bit of heaven right there. He's dipping them damn waffle fries in that Chick-fil-A sauce. Then noshing down on that spicy deluxe. That's living, man. And and I know Mr. Glasgow, my producer, is also a fan of uh, of Chick Fil A. This might even shock Don Morgan. I don't know what a Chick Fil A fan he is or not. But Chris admitted to me uh, during the break there that Chris, you've never you've never had Chick Fil A sauce. Is that true? Correct. You've never you've never tasted it. Never. Ever. Ever. What kind of Marxist are you? You, you a bad you've one. Never had chick. You communist scum. You've never had Chick Fil A sauce, ever. Why is this? How do you eat a Chick Fil A and not have the Chick Fil A sauce? Well, what's more communist than eating the sauce that's named after the restaurant? What's <laughs> their sauce, man? You know he's got a point, though. Well, they're not going to sell Arby's sauce at Chick Fil A. I mean, I'm, of course they call it Chick Fil A sauce. Don Morgan, have you had Chick-fil-A sauce? I have. See, he's a decent American, and he loves Jesus. I don't know about Chris. What do you put on your waffle fries? Oh, I get the buffalo sauce. With, with the, the buffalo sauce. You see, that's, that's what I had the Chick-fil-A sauce on, was some waffle fries. Because I don't eat meat, of course, so no. I, had to try, I had to try it on something because everybody kept sticking it. Oh, you got to try this. Oh, I'm not just going to eat it with a spoon. Why? I do. Well, you know. Stick your finger in there. You're a a Neanderthal. You're the same guy that took a piece of chicken (laughs) off a chicken breast in the kitchen a while back and just left it there. Oh, oh, I see. We always got to go back to Sean eating the piece of batter off the chicken breast in the the jock lounge all those many years ago. You'll never let it go, will you, Don? No, because you picked it up. You took a bite off and then you put it back in the plate. I didn't actually put my mouth on it. Okay, okay, look, look. Just so you know, a few years ago, there was some fried chicken in the uh, lounge at the radio station. No Chick-fil-A sauce, though. No, no it was it was just like a KFC or something. And there was one little booger of batter hanging off the side of that thing. And, yeah, I just said, well, nobody's going to know. And I, I pulled it off there. Of course, you know, several minutes later, I heard Rob Thompson's uh, uh, booming voice. What sick blankety blankety blank just took a bite of this chicken breast? Yeah, you thought no one would notice, and yet it caused everyone to do a double right. take. And you, the first guy that notices is the biggest guy in the building. The biggest <laughs> in the building. What sick SOB? 
And that was years ago. And Don Morgan's always getting Chris. They always going to bring that up, you know, bring it up when I'm when I'm just trying to get to the bottom of why you would go to Chick Fil A for so many years and never try the sauce, man. Never try the sauce. It's just when you try to wax poetically about your culinary. I don't know. Taste. What do you think? I'm trying to be fancy? <laughs> no, it's Chick Fil A. We would never accuse you of that. <laughs> I spent the last two Tuesdays watching you inhale a cupcake. Hey, people love those videos, man. Mm -hmm. They love me, and they love those videos. I'm just saying, the Chick-fil-A sauce, I'd eat that on Jell-O. I I love the the Chick-fil-A sauce. Man, I'd eat that on anything. You'd have an I I dip strawberries in the Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay, that's who I am. Maybe Gigi's can make a cupcake that tastes like the Chick-fil-A sauce. You know, maybe they will. Maybe Maybe I'll suggest it to them. Hey, Gigi, you know, okay, Chick-fil-A sauce on the cupcake, I'm telling you. You'd have an IV drip if it was available. I would. I love the Chick-fil-A sauce. (laughs) And I love Jesus, okay? That's how it works. (laughs) Communist. (laughs) It's not Chick-fil-A sauce. It's Jesus sauce, okay? Anyway, I'm just See, saying. Every break consists of a cigarette and then squeeze of Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> I, I will. In the middle of the night, I've done that. Where, like, if I get Chick-fil-A before I go to bed, mm-hmm. and there's an open Chick-fil-A package. <laughs> Let's take you a little bit deeper behind the curtain here. Uh, my ass will get up in the middle of the night, and as I'm walking by my TV tray there, I'll, I'll dip my finger in that in that open Chick-fil-A sauce packet. And, just tell me and you'll just leave it there for someone else to take care of. No, no, I'll take care of it in a couple of days. But, you know, I... I uh, but only after only after turning the packet inside out and rubbing it on your gums. I, I will. I'll rub it on me. It's like cocaine. I'll go... He's like, he's like Scarface with the... I'm like Scarface. <laughs> Say hello to my little son. By the end of the week, I am. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Tony Montana in front of my TV tray just stacked with, with Chick-fil-A sauce packs. Say hello to the bad guy. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. Like, that was the worst Al Pacino I've ever done in my life. It's close enough, though. Okay. Well, Chris is a communist because he's never had Chick-fil-A sauce. But I'm a decent American. I love Chick-fil-A sauce. Taking your calls. 210 <laughs> <laughs> so Don't eat Chick-fil-A sauce. You know, this is what this is what would happen. Do you worship Sean. Satan too? What, if what's Sean that? If I ever elected president, if I were elected president, man, everybody be eating Chick Fil A sauce. Right. Even Ron Nuremberg. It'd be part of the citizenship test for coming <laughs> into the country. No, but I, I'd, I'd go to I'd go to the national like I don't know conference of mayors, and I'd like force Ron Nuremberg to eat some Chick Fil A sauce with waffle fries, <laughs> just to do it. He's a communist too. All right, two one zero five nine nine two one zero stinking communist two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm not sure now. I've lost track. Do I have anything to talk about here? No, I don't. Do I? All right, let's take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Sauce, I'm, I'm flummoxed. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Adam on line one. Adam, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Sean. Hey, Adam. Sean, to me, you know, uh, Fauci has been useless. 
You know, he's always just been guessing with that stupid smirk on his face. And I think he's going to cost us lives when he says, you know, we might be okay uh, uh, next Mother's Day. And he, he also said that same day that masks might be seasonal. And you know what, Sean, me, I want to know when my rights kick in. You know, once I have to take a mask off, I'm not going to uh, put it back on. I know people wear masks outside and they're going to continue to wear masks. But to me, they're useless. Just my opinion. I I want to know when my rights kick in. I'm not under a doctor's order. I'm not uh, 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 have some kind of court order that says I have to wear a mask. When can I quit wearing a mask? When do my rights as an American kick in? Uh, I don't, you know, I, I think we just got to start making up our own minds about that. You know, honestly, and I think a lot of people are. You know, because enough is enough, man. I mean, uh, we got uh, the level levels of vaccinations we have right now. I don't know how they keep making the argument for these damn masks. And I don't know why they keep making the argument for these damn masks. I think the CDC's finally kind of loosening up a bit. Biden can't figure it out where to, whether to put it on or not. So, you know, Fauci is inconsistent. Fauci just wants us to wear the damn masks forever. So you got to start making up your own mind, man. I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I just saw in the Fox News that the, the Biden administration continues to maintain that the border crisis is over. It's it's no longer happening. That's a bunch of crap, of course, because I, we're looking at live video right now on Fox of people just strolling across the Rio Grande. Kids being found out in the middle of nowhere with nobody, no adults, no water, no food. I mean, it's heartbreaking, these five little girls that were found on this ranch down uh, along the border uh yesterday five i mean six five and and one one year old kid just abandoned abandoned no food no water it's lucky somebody found them you have to wonder and i'm not trying to be a bummer but uh this is the dark reality uh, of what's going on down there how many kids are out there in the in the uh, middle of nowhere and nobody's found them what what becomes of them Joaquin Castro doesn't seem to get upset about that, though. He's more worried about black people having photo IDs to vote. Here's an interesting little story just to kind of leave you with. Uh, <laughs> Noah Bryant is four years of age, uh, and he's from, I believe, uh, Brooklyn, New York. And Noah uh, somehow is able to get into his mom's Amazon account. And Noah orders 15 cases of SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. <laughs> That's 918 individual popsicles, costing $2,618. Oh, man. And mom is a single mom. He's got, a, I think, a couple of brothers. You know, uh, and so she's not somebody, three boys, and she's a full-time social worker, <coughs> and really wasn't sure how she was going to pay for the popsicles because Amazon wasn't going to take them back. They're popsicles. You know, you can't, like, return to send it. You know, they, they, they'll just melt. And so she started a, uh, a, a GoFundMe account, and within 24 hours, she had made $24,166. <laughs> only in america man oh wow only in america and so she said her kids got asperger's or something and so she's going to use the 
additional $22,000 to, uh, uh, I guess, for what he needs. But, you know. Well, he doesn't need work. any popsicles, I can tell you that right now. They don't need any popsicles. And uh, what do you think of this GoFundMe thing? I mean, I, 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 I got a couple. I got, I got a good buddy who's dealing with some cancer issues, and and so I, you know, he has one, and I posted it a few times. And yeah. But in general, you know, you see a lot of people posting it for no reason. You know, I mean, I guess if you just send somebody money on the GoFundMe account, you're making a choice, right? I mean, I. Right. Because some people were upset that she didn't give the other money away to charity or something like that. It's like you guys gave her the money, man. Right. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, you made the decision in good you, faith to send it on in. She paid for the popsicles. Now she's using it to invest in a large chest freezer. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, a funny little story that because we hear about kids doing this sort of thing all the time now in the digital world, where they, you know. Mom and dad suddenly realize, you know, they got like uh, 10 cases of marbles, you know, on their Amazon account for no apparent reason. Or uh, the kid has been playing, you know, ordering video games. But at least this story, I I don't feel bad for the, I don't think she did anything weird by keeping the money. Again, people gave it to her. If you're going to give somebody money, they're probably going to keep it. (laughs) You know. That would be my guess. Well, you know, that's why I don't feel bad for her. I don't think she did anything weird. It's like, you people gave it to her, man. You just handed it over. So good on her. She's got a little cushion now for her life as a single mom of three boys, which, uh, you know, being a single parent of either gender is is Mm -hmm. extraordinarily difficult in this day and age. Especially when one of them has a hankering for SpongeBob popsicles. He saw the shortages of Chick-fil-A sauce, didn't want a shortage in (laughs) popsicles. Run the market on popsicles. You you communist. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Mr. Marx. And uh, our executive producer, Lane Rodriguez. Don Morgan and Trey Ware. Thanks, Chris. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.